Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 730. KSL's top story this hour. Utah's homeless population is in focus again this morning as we deal with cold temperatures in the wake of the latest storm. At the same time, a new report indicates more children are experiencing homelessness in our state. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? Amanda, the new report from the Crossroads Urban Center found that the number of families with children utilizing emergency shelter shot up 30% in the last year. Nearly 6,500 people in that group utilized homeless services. That's including nearly 900 children aged 6 or younger. The report also cited uh, some reports of families being turned away when shelters reach capacity, but State Homeless Coordinator Wayne Niederhauser says they've already added more than 100 beds in record time. We've been monitoring through the winter. Every week we have a meeting with those entities. Uh, we get a report from our show, uh, from our resource centers. This comes at the same time average household income and rent prices have dramatically increased, leading the organization to call for further affordable housing funding. Reporting live at the rescue mission of Salt Lake, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. KSL Weather Now with Matt Johnson. The record-breaking storm this week dropped 16.9 inches at the Salt Lake International Airport. That beat the average snowfall for all of February by more than six inches. Did we ever get slammed with the snow? Some people smiling, some people crying. (laughs) Uh, Solitude, 33 inches of snow. The mountains picked up two to three feet. You know it's a big storm when Tooele and Harriman pick up 25 and 24 inches respectively. West Jordan, 21. Brigham City, 16. West Valley, 15. Two feet just shy of it. In South Jordan, Olympus Cove, 18. And Bountiful Bench with 12 inches. 21 in our neighborhood out there, <laughs> both crazy. yours and mine. Yeah. Wow. Matt says uh, we'll see on-again, off-again showers again today, followed by more storms on Sunday and Tuesday. We're hearing from more school districts today about changes to class schedules thanks to all this snow. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis is live with more, Kate. We'll check back with Kate coming up. The massive winter storm that's winding down in northern Utah still impacting a big part of the country. And at the same time, people in the south are going through a February heat wave. The southeast record heat could stick around for days. It could be 40 degrees warmer than usual in some areas. Baltimore could see temperatures in the 80s, potentially breaking a record set in the 1800s. And while areas like McAllen, Texas hit 95 degrees Wednesday, the Dakotas were below zero. A 100-degree temperature difference in the continental U.S. Experts say climate change is most apparent in winter months in both high and low temperature readings. That's ABC's Jacqueline Lee reporting. Let's check in now with Kate Davis to find out more about school districts' decisions for today. Kate? 
Yeah, Amanda, we've learned that Granite School District is joining the list of schools switching to remote learning today. District spokesperson Ben Horsley says tens of thousands of students and employees are struggling to dig out this morning. They can't even leave their homes or or their neighborhoods uh, due to uh, snow removal problems and issues and delays. Tuala and Jordan districts are also remote today. A handful of other schools are opting for a two-hour delay, like Weber and Canyons districts. Live, Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. Now our top national stories this hour. It was one year ago today when Russia's invasion of Ukraine began. This is file audio of ABC's Patrick Riebel reporting in the Ukrainian capital, Kiev, where explosions started as Russia's President Putin announced the invasion. We have been hearing some loud booms, several loud booms now uh, coming across, echoing kind of across the, the city. We're right in the city center. Um, it's not clear at all how close these booms were. They were relatively loud. Um, I think it seems likely that they were on the edge of the city. We don't know what they were. It could could possibly be missiles landing. Patrick Rievel is back in Kiev this morning saying the U.N. is getting ready to mark the one-year anniversary, anniversary of the invasion. The United Nations General Assembly is considered likely to pass a resolution today or tomorrow calling for Russia to immediately withdraw its troops from Ukraine. It would be a non-binding resolution, but it would be a very strong show of continuing global support for Ukraine, time to coincide with the one-year anniversary of the full-scale invasion. Time for first look traffic here at 735. Andy, is that slowdown on Bangor or a regular spot, or is it really that slippery out there? Well, it's SR201 today. That's what we're looking at uh, heading over towards uh, from Bangor or towards I-215. We had a crash earlier at 3200 West that created a backup, and even though the crash is gone, the slowing hasn't gone away. Part of the problem is we have a big crash on I-80 about a mile past Saltaire, so traffic coming in from Tooele County, a lot of people are deciding to take 201 instead, and then they're going to get stuck in that slowdown, so... And then a crash on the main flow southbound leaving downtown. It's, it's You know what? Expectations are the difference today. Yesterday we expected everything to be slow, and, and it was. Mm. Today you're thinking, oh, it's better, and now you're getting caught in all these extra delays and crashes. So I, I guess expectations is going to affect you today. All right. We can expect that we'll check back with you in about two minutes. High on the Hill 2023, a unanimous vote in the Utah State Senate sends a bill allowing religious clothing in school sports to the governor for I'm Dave Cauley investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.